This is the Saturday Morning Serial Podcast with your host, Amanda Ann. Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of Saturday Morning Serial. I'm Amanda Ann and I hope you all had a great week. I'm so excited. The weather is getting warmer and the sun has been out, so it has definitely helped my mood. I don't know about anyone else. So anyway, I've been sitting around and watching some fun things like we started Shit's Creek on Netflix and I've been watching some like random movies, documentaries, and I really found that Discovery Plus has some good stuff on it. And when I was in high school, I had TLC on <laughs> so much and I would watch like like L.A. Inc. and and Cake Boss and all that fun stuff. And recently I have been watching a show called Rehab Attic. And I think that's really cool because I love people that flip houses. And she actually flips old Victorian houses to their original state tries to replicate it as best as she can. So that's really cool. So check it out. And Discovery Plus also just has things like uh, true crime documentaries. I love those and paranormal documentaries and shows. They even have Food Network shows on there, Travel Network. So highly recommend this app. (laughs) Anyway, on today's episode, it's all about the new Disney animation movie called Raya and the Last Dragon. And this movie overall exceeded my expectations. I don't know what I was thinking. It could be, I don't know, maybe like a Mulan type of film, kind of a vibe. But I ended up actually loving it. And I think I'm really going to watch it again this weekend with Mike because I just I feel like I have to watch it again to learn maybe a few more things about it. Raya and the Last Dragon is currently in theaters and also streaming on Disney Plus for an extra $29.99. Disney did this exact thing for the live action Mulan when we just we couldn't go to the theater during the pandemic. And so they've been offering this theatrical release extra on Disney Plus for this extra price. So it's really nothing new. For those who do not wish to go to the movies, this is convenient. But some can argue that the price can be a little high. And honestly, I was working out the numbers last night. And for the two of us, let's say the median price for a movie ticket is $12 each. I mean, they can get as high as 15 that leaves it to roughly $24 to $30 regardless. Plus, if you have little ones and you want to also get concessions. So in a way, it does even out. And I get where they're going with that. Disney is all about the profit. Mickey Mouse loves the money. <laughs> Myself and my boyfriend are waiting it out for at least, I would say, a few more months to get back to the movies. Um, both of us did get the vaccine, so we're going to just kind of let that sink in. And we're hoping when Black Widow rolls around in May, we're planning on seeing that. In the meantime, we do rent movies and we stream them off platforms. HBO Max, they've been releasing films. The Justice League, Zack Snyder cut is coming out next week. So we are super excited about that. So, I mean, whichever way you're comfortable doing it, either way, I implore you to check this movie out. It is so good. Overall, I don't know. I feel like this movie wasn't marketed heavily until about a week or so before everything came out for it. That's when the merch dropped. And I really didn't take the time to sit down and read about this film and what to expect. So I went into it pretty blindly, which for me is sometimes a good thing because I do love to be surprised when I do start to enjoy myself and maybe shed a few tears in there. Who knows? 
That's how I was like with Tangled back in 2010. I watched it without learning too much about it, and it's now one of my favorite Disney films to this day. So for the premise, without giving too much away, I want to try to avoid as much spoilers as possible because it is new. We have Raya and her dad, Benja, and I'm going to make a disclaimer. I'm sorry if I pronounce some of these names wrong. Benja is the chief of the heart, which is the tribe that him and his daughter are a part of in the realm of this. It's like a land. It's called Kamandra. It's an ancient world filled with different tribal beings, such as Fang, Tail, Talon, and Spine. As you can tell, each of these tribes are named after a part of a dragon, which resided on the land long before humans. The dragons gave up their lives to protect the living things against these evil spirits, that they turn everything into stone, thus creating this dragon orb, which resides in the tribe of the heart, which is aka the tribe Raya and her dad are a part of. I love how they address that he is a single parent raising Raya, and the love and adoration he shows Raya is so great. And I really love how, yeah, she's, you know, kind of a princess type, but he trains her as a warrior of sorts, and ultimately she specializes in martial arts, and she learns how to wield a sword. Such a great father-daughter dynamic, and it's different compared to characters like Maurice and Belle from Beauty and the Beast with how the dads raise their daughters. Yet, they do possess similarities that, in the end, the father deep down trusts his daughter to right the wrongs and ultimately save the day. My favorite relationship in any film or show is family, whether it's two sisters like Anna and Elsa, two brothers like Thor and Loki, or something like Raya and her dad that people can just resonate with. And I really appreciate Disney for taking these approaches instead of the traditional woman falls in love, gets married, happily ever after. In fact, I so very much love how in Frozen, it's the sister's love that prevails over romantic love between two people. Anyway, these tribes want to get their hands on this dragon stone. Raya befriends Namare, and the two girls seem to hit it off, especially how much they love dragons, especially being a huge fan of Sisu, who is the key in uniting Kumandra back together and taking out the dark spirits. Unfortunately, we learn very early in this movie that Raya is betrayed by Namare, who leads the tribes into the area where the Dragonstone is kept, and after fighting over it and chattering it, they are all vulnerable to an attack from the Dark Spirits, in which many, including Raya's dad, turns to stone. Thus, the takeaway message already is the term trust. Fast forward six years, and Raya is out to avenge the ones that turn to stone, especially her dad. She searches and finds Sisu, the dragon, and this character is a total sweetheart. Her and Raya strike up a good friendship, and I feel like Sisu is kind of a mother figure in the end to Raya, in a way with trying to talk some sense into her and, and such. Sisu is a little too trusting to others and unfortunately understands Raya's lack of trust in people in general when some events befall them. When Sisu is in possession of the dragon orb, she gains all the powers of the dragons that poured their powers into this orb, so her and Raya set out on a quest to find all the orb pieces that were taken by the different tribes when the orb broke during their little scuffle. The cast of characters is so diverse and makes an interesting team. Raya, of course, is played by Kelly Marie Tran, famous for her role as Rose in Star Wars. She is a fantastic female lead and extremely confident. She is also an accomplished warrior and can hold her own. Sisu the Dragon is voiced by Aquafina. She's an actress and a rapper. I love the positivity of this character, and yeah, she can be a little goofy and too trusting to people, but she is also very strong in her beliefs and the power she holds. 
Her and Raya make a great team, and I think they complement each other very well. We are introduced to Boone, voiced by Isaac Wing, who runs a restaurant type of service on a boat. He's a young kid, and we learn his whole family was turned to stone. Or, it's funny, because they actually use the term stoned in this film. So, when someone turns to stone, they refer to it as being stoned. (laughs) Okay? (laughs) He immediately helps Raya by providing the mode of transportation by boat. Because, side note... The dark spirits do not like water. So at this point, too, after finding the second piece of the orb, Sisu can shapeshift and becomes a human to fit in with the crowd. We got the mischievous, cunning little girl, a baby. And they call her Khan Baby for a reason. We also learn that her name is Noi, and ultimately her parents are also stoned as well. She hangs out with these little monkey cat creatures that help her steal and get by overall. After giving Raya and her friends some grief, she joins Raya, after being bribed, of course. (laughs) Next, the group meets Tong, voiced by Benedict Wong, notable for his work in Doctor Strange. And we learn everyone from his village are turned to stone, so of course, he joins the group and instantly grows a soft spot for Noi. He's a total gentle giant. We cannot forget about Raya's trusty animal partner named Tuk Tuk, who is a roly-poly dog hybrid type of creature. He's her transportation by rolling around and she's sitting on the top of him. She's got a saddle, so it's like a horse. It's pretty funny. He's super loyal and not to mention just totally adorable. I want a plush of him so bad. (laughs) The antagonist of this film is Namare. She's voiced by Gamma Chan. And her mother, the head of the tribe Fang, Varana, voiced by Sandra O. Oh. Like I said earlier, her and Raya appear to become friends as kids, but she ultimately betrays Raya. Namare is obviously carrying out the actions on behalf of her mother, who ultimately does not want to unite Kamandra. Having a female lead and a female main antagonist is fantastic, and I absolutely loved that these two had some great fights between them. I feel like this is the first time Disney Animation has taken this to a level where something you would see, say in a Marvel film, is now present in this animation world with its audience focused on children. Children are impressionable, and I think it's fantastic to show that women can be just as strong as men and can hold their own, wield their own weapons, etc., Namare and Raya deep down understand each other, but it's the divided tribes that influences Namare's choices. And speaking of the fight scenes, the fighting style was, I would say, uh, some martial arts and swords. And I can't help but notice that Disney really did their research to block these sequences. They were so well put together and animated that you can tell they had great reference for those scenes. It really added to the look and feel of this movie as well as defined the intended culture. This leads into my next point, which is the animation. Animation in itself has come just such a long way, and Disney is always on top of it. There's times you forget it's an animated movie with just how real the characters seem, not only in looks, but personality. When you have an immerseful story, it makes you forget about that and enjoy the overall plot and characters. For instance, I think Moana is such a beautifully done Disney animated movie with the water simulation and such and Raya matched that level of the character models and rendering. Also, I really liked how they designed the dragons and how they moved. It was almost like they were swimming in the air and they gained their momentum by their movements in the air. Overall, beautifully done and the creative teams really do deserve a round of applause. So reception has been pretty good for this film, even if not everyone is going to the theaters. I know those who've seen it have loved it, and overall the film grossed over 9 million in the US after its release date on March 5th in theaters. 
And on Disney Plus Worldwide, it's amounted to over 23 million today. That's pretty decent with the pandemic still going on, but I don't think that's a number the company wanted overall, in my opinion, especially having success on films such as Moana and Frozen. I really do encourage you to sit down with your friends and family and watch this film. It's not your average Disney princess movie, and it's great for all ages. There's humor, there's drama, there's action for everybody. So overall, that is my review for Raya and the Last Dragon, and I really hope, like I said, you guys enjoy it as much as I do. I do want to say I do have a giveaway going on. So if you want to go to my Instagram, it's Saturday morning serial underscore podcast. And all the details are there. So basically, Loot Crate sent me an extra Pixar edition. It's the first box. So I would like to give it to one of you guys. So all you got to do is, like I said, go on that Instagram, Saturday morning serial underscore podcast. And all you have to do is like, comment, and follow the page. And I will announce a winner on next week's podcast episode. So please stay tuned for that. I hope you guys have a great week. And I hope you are enjoying the warmer weather outside. Let's hope it stays like that. And I will catch you later. All right. Bye now.